Mace, hi, welcome, hello. We're here now, finally. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, how's your day going? Okay, listen, Some sometimes it's important to admit when we're not okay. <laughs> we just start by saying that. I've had a rough one. How are you doing? I Well, I to answer that question, I am sitting... Under a cuddle again, drinking hot tea in pajamas that I just bought from Walmart at 3 p.m. That sounds lovely. It has been a, but like, okay, dude, I, do you ever get to that point when you're running errands? You're you're running errands and you just feel like that's all you're going to do for the rest of your life. You've just been running errands for so long that you're just going (laughs) to run errands until you die. Do you undo that feeling? No, like sometimes you feel like you may have slipped into a purgatory and you're, going to be perpetually driving from uh, one place to another yes it's such a mild misery and so it started and it's like i went to the post office and had to run some errands and then so i needed to run into walmart so we had a pickup order and i was like well i need to run into walmart because i needed to pick something up for mom and i bought pajamas when i was in there because like it is a (laughs) rainy goddamn day and my face still hurts from sinus and I'm going to wear pajamas the rest of the day. And so then I leave and I I get in my car and I fuck off and I come home and it's pouring ass rain and I set my shit, my new pajamas on the counter. And I'm like, I didn't get the fucking pickup order. I drove (laughs) all the way home and I didn't get the goddamn pickup order. I was so upset. I was so upset in that moment and then I just like sighed and grabbed my keys and my fucking everything and then just got back in the car and went back to town just that moment of resignation when you're just like well there's nothing to it but to do it I I I have to do it I hate that but I know that moment when you are like when something like that happens because you've just totally checked out you just walk in grab some pajamas and then you're like okay I guess I'm gonna go home now I'm I'm going now (laughs) It's like your body, your will to go home completely took over your entire body. It really did. And And your brain. And it wasn't like the moment that I fucking got in my car and was like, "Mm," the pickup order. It was like literally my keys clanged on my counter. And that sound was like, oh, (laughs) you pickup order. (laughs) Go get it. Fuck. I imagine your brain like doing that thing where it jumps out of bed when it realized that like the alarm didn't go off on time. Yeah. And it's just yeah. that panic, sweaty, like shit. Um, it sucked. That reminds me of when your brother accidentally stole the gallon of milk from Walmart because he was just yeah. walked in, picked it up and walked out, got all the way home and I'm just like, well, I guess this is yeah. my milk now. <laughs> he was on the phone. And see, that's, oh, yeah. the, that's the that's the bane of our whatever my me and him share that's the bane of our existence <laughs> being on the phone ruins all focus Dude, i ran a red light once on the phone oh like, yeah mm. just because i was just in a conversation i don't talk on the phone anymore when i drive because uh, because of that reason <laughs> i do not talk on the phone when i drive because it just lulls i like to talk on the phone mm-hmm. and it lulls me into this just kind of i get really into conversations on the phone for some reason really it makes yeah. me too anxious. I feel like I'm almost a uh, a better driver because if I'm not, well, I I don't. I say that I want to make it clear I don't drive. I don't. I definitely don't fucking text when I drive. But um, mm. I try to not take phone calls or anything when I drive. However, I feel like it puts me in such a state of anxiety that I'm just super aware 
all the time. <laughs> of everything. But like everything on the road. Yeah, I know I know where everybody is all the time. One time there was a red light and I pulled up to it and I stopped at it like a stop sign and just kept going. <laughs> there were other people in the car that were like, um, yeah, you know what that's you- what it, when it and it was like I was in the intersection and people like a guy looked at me and like, did the hands, you know, the like what the fuck hands. And I looked at him back in that moment and I was like, I don't know. I don't know why I did this. <laughs> you know, I would love to see that interaction from his perspective, though. <laughs> just be like him throwing hands and then you just shoot a look that says, I'm sorry and I'm also confused. It's like the uh, the planes, trains, and automobiles. Like John Candy whip around, you know? <laughs> and then like the second time when they flash back to it, it's so much more dramatic. Like, it's just the fucking <gasps> devil eventually. Like... Oh, God. Uh, well, wow, here we are. Oh. Nice day of rain in Texas. I feel like it's a good recording day to just sit and talk some craft, some witchcraft. I, I have been looking forward to this, like, after today. Like, that was the one thing, like, after doing all these stupid fucking errands and all this <laughs> other shit, I was like, I'm going to sit in my big-ass chair and, like, talk later, yeah. and that's nice. Yeah. You're in your cuddle again. You, it is fused mm-hmm. to your skin. It's grafted to you. It doubles and... as a blanket, bro. You know what I haven't done yet? I, I, I want to try putting my fucking legs into the armholes. I haven't done that yet, but I feel like it'll be great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> words can't. I have, I have no words right now. <laughs> but you're correct. You're going to look like a, a night crawler, just stomping around. Oh, yeah. Cute. What are you, what are we talking about today? I am bringing an herb to oh, you, uh, talking to you about Mullion. Mullion? Mullion, yeah. Oh. I thought you said Mullion, and I, I was like, that's a beautiful name. I looked up and re-looked up whether or not we had done this. And that was after me trying to find topics to talk about. And the first like six that I picked were things that we had already talked about. And I was like, oh, that's great. I've done that before. I've gotten into notes before and been like, this sounds eerily familiar. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, we've talked about, you know, yarrow flower or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I also checked that we didn't do this one because I can't believe we haven't done this one. I'm talking to you about Onyx. I'm very surprised that we have not done that. I know. That was my first thought. I was like, we have to have. So unless Control F failed me, um, I'm talking about Onyx. I don't think we have. And and I got to I got to be real. The word I can never, and it is and it's fused into my brain that when I hear the word Onyx, I don't think of the beautiful black shiny stone. I think of the rock snake from Pokemon, and I can't not <laughs> every time. I love Rock Snake. He was a badass. I think Rock Snake should be the name of our um, band. I it's a great, great band name. When that eventually happens, I think we should be Rock Snake, or at least Rock have an Snake. album called Rock Snake. Rock Snake. They're two words yeah. that go really good together. Rock Snake. Rock Snake. <laughs> all I can, I'm just. It's like we're like a Steel Panther cover band. That's all I'm picturing in my head. <laughs> was Steel Panther this whole time. 
that's exactly who I was picturing. I was like, I mean, that's like an extra deep level because I feel like they're like a parody of hairband doing like, but they're not a parody. They're a real hairband. But you know what I mean? And so then it's like, we're still panthering Steel Panther as yeah, Rock yeah. Snake. And that is like extra, that's beyond generic high top. That's like Dude. one level past that. Rock Snake is fucking Laser and Rocco's uh, band that they oh my get God. together and jam out of the garage every weekend. And because, of course it is. And it's got to be because Rocco is such a fucking arrogant dickhead that he's got to have part of his name in the band. Oh, it's my God. Rock Snake. Rock and otherwise, Snake. he's not going to be happy Feat- because everyone Featuring needs to Laser. Yeah. <laughs> Rock Snake plus Laser. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes Laser too. Uh, oh, my God, dude. Okay. Uh, listen, we could go on about this. We we absolutely. But we, we need to dedicate this episode. Okay. And I think it's only fair that we do some sort of uh, rock snake slash oh, steel yeah. panther. I'm always slash... down. Okay, so today's episode is dedicated to our Patreon, Samantha R. Okay, it's a lot of syllables. Samantha um... R. Samantha R. I don't remember any other line is other that, than that. Is that cherry pie? Yes, it's cherry pie. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> something, 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 something sweet surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I don't know what he says in that. I have no clue. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, that's quickly, that has become one of my favorites. Uh dedications of all time right now in this four seconds that it's been since you sang it i'm i'm so glad it's my favorite to learn uh <laughs> listen I'm, i want to talk to you about the rock known as onyx not the rock formerly known as onyx then no okay, okay. no give, give me a moment so onyx which now i have forever tied to rock snake Thank you very much, because every time I go to say Onyx, my first, like, I, I start to say R, like I'm going to say Rock Snake, uh-huh. but then I switch and say uh, Onyx. Great. Um, which, by the way, I love that you guys pointed out how many times I said Morningwood in the last episode and didn't realize it. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't either. It just feels like the right thing to say. A Morning few, ta- few times were definitely on purpose, but there were some, there were some sleepers in there. Uh, so the element tied to Onyx is fire. The signs are Taurus and Scorpio, which, I, listen, I don't know much about astrology, but I feel like Taurus and Scooby, Scor- Sc- Taurus and Scorpio. Scooby. Scooby. Scabby. Scooby-Doo. Fuck. I lost. Oh. <laughs> I was disqualified because I didn't come up with a... <laughs> you just said many words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Taurus and Scooby... <laughs> Kill me. Fucking Mercury, dude. Is it still? Is it bitch I, ass? I usually stay in it for like, I don't know, 30 goddamn days. I, something Listen, like that. I have been actually buried in blankets for the past week and a half, so I don't know what's going on in the world. Um, it, like, even Hunter yesterday, he was trying to tell me something and he just stopped after a minute and he, he kept like fumbling and he was like, I can't speak yep. lately. And I was like, you're goddamn right, you can't. <laughs> You want to know why it's fucking Mercury? Uh, oh man, let me try this again. Taurus and Scorpio. I feel like they are uh, kind of opposite. You know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like those two are at, might be like at odds with each other. Um, what is that? An earth and a fire? No, an earth and a water. 
Yeah, Scorpio's water, right? Uh, is Taurus? God, we should know this. Taurus by is Earth. now. Taurus, <laughs> Taurus is Earth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they are um, mortal enemies <laughs> or not. <laughs> I mean, maybe not because I think Taurus would probably be so chill. But I think Scorpio is like super intense and uh, um. This is me stereotyping the signs. Welcome yeah, to... Yeah, sure. That's all you do when you talk about... <laughs> when you casually discuss astrology, what are you doing yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, not yeah. just bucketing all of the signs Saying together? Saying like the that. most known thing about it and not going anywhere, uh, not scratching mm-hmm. the surface at all. Uh, okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Jesus. The chakra associated with onyx is the root chakra. That makes uh, sense. And the planet is Saturn. So the Latin... Onyx comes from the Latin word that that means uh, fingernail or claw. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I know why. I get it. But fingernail, claw makes sense. Claw. Fingernail's fingernail. gross. Fingernail's a little gross because it makes me think of like a clipped fingernail. Yeah, like a loose, flimsy Ew. fingernail. Oh, God. That's the, that is my absolute least favorite feeling in the whole world. Like, I would rather have pipes beaten around my upper body then feel like i'm gonna lose a fingernail okay i didn't know what exactly you were meaning was the feeling because i just talked about a thin fingernail and you said that's my least favorite feeling in the world and just i was like having... you mean bending one backwards stepping on it. one barefoot all like of what it. okay fingernails fingernails thin okay. because i have very thin flimsy fingernails and i've come to the conclusion that i either have to cut them so short that it hurts or i just have to put yeah. fake shit on top of it and i'm just that's that's who i am that's my life i but do feeling, every time one uh, bends backwards uh, i feel like my soul is just going to completely deuce out and just I, not come back i'm crumpling my, to the floor and empty husk i hate it my stomach liquefies and turns into a puddle at my feet it's so gross um oh god sorry i'm remembering a very specific time when i had one of those like pumice stones and i was doing my feet in the shower and like i missed and i caught my foot and i bent my entire fingernail backwards oh. i just i laid in the shower like in the tub with the shower water and i just laid there for a little while <laughs> <laughs> just let the water let you recover healing waters it didn't even hurt i just the the no, image yeah, of what had just, happened it's terrible too yeah. like it's just a gross wrong it's wrong it's wrong it's violating i feel like you don't get to turn my fucking fingernails inside out yeah nobody turns my fingernails inside (laughs) out but me (laughs) nobody makes me bleed my own blood this okay i'm gonna get on track dude okay uh uh okay so yeah it comes from the latin meaning fingernail and there's a little there's a nice little chunk of um legend attached to that that i'll get to in just one second so onyx is more of a descriptive term uh, because it has been applied to other things like cave onyx or um, certain types of agate because it is, or agate, however, it is related to agate. And most of the, is it agate or agate? Every time, I, Macy. I, I don't know. I say agate. I don't fucking agate. know. We should have looked this up by now, but I haven't. I'm going to just kind of fall back on it's one of those things that people might say differently. I hope you didn't see that. Which is I think it's agate. I that sounds like a delicious cocktail. Um, let's see. Let's see. Most of the quote unquote like black onyx that you're buying today is probably just dyed agate. Uh, the color can range from totally completely black 
to reddish brown. Uh, and sometimes it has like these white, um, sometimes it has like tendrils of white going through it, making like Sweet. a lacy pattern. Or I don't even think it's a lacy pattern. It's more like a uh, like a ring patterned. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a. I've seen some that look really pretty. They look like bullseyes. It's like black, white, black, white, all the way to the center. Um, kind of in that, kind of in that malachite way. You know, that's what I'm picturing yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. yeah. And to cleanse this, the best way to cleanse a, an onyx because it is a dark stone, so we already know that it's good for grounding and absorbing energies rather than pushing vibrations like out towards you like a like a rose quartz is, or any kind of quartz really is pushing that energy out this one's a little black hole it's sucking things in so the best way to cleanse it is to bury it i would bury it I under forget. a new moon i forget where i put it <laughs> i just know <laughs> i would need to like have an actual pot that I buried it in so I could yeah. know for sure that I would get it out. Otherwise, I... And then, like, the next people to move into this house will have a gold mine. That's I, fun! You know, if they till up a little patch to, to make a garden, they're going to find 500 extremely cleansed stones. You're just going to ruin the tiller completely. It'll just <laughs> ruin it. It's just going to do a final destination with the stones and just, like, take out all the neighbors. <laughs> You know the part where the guy on the lawnmower hits a rock and it, like, blasts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gross. Okay, so there is a, a legend revolving around the goddess Venus that, um, this is gross. She was having her nails done. She was having a manicure. She okay, was okay. clipped. Makes it. She's Venus. She's hot. She, she, she's got to stay uh, mm-hmm. fresh, you know. And one of the nails uh, fell to earth and landed in the... Uh, indus river and it sank to the bottom of the river and eventually became the onyx stone how big was this nail how big is venus how big are the gods yeah you know i need um, i need a like banana for scale you know okay like okay. I, I need i need something here you know what what if it's just the size of a banana because it's like perfectly shaped but we have so much onyx Maybe it was a 300 banana sized onyx that just kind of broke apart and dispersed through the world. Or, hey, look, maybe we're reading the legend wrong. Maybe it was all of her fingernails got caught and they all got caught, got cut and they all fell to earth and all became pieces of onyx. I like to think that she's huge and her fingernail clippings, like one little fingernail clipping was all it took. It's like the size of Utah or something. Yeah. 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 I like that. I I imagine that the gods are pretty large. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> Stately. Like, you know, big. Uh so Onyx even gets a mention in the Bible. Because apparently the foundation of uh of heaven is made out of onyx, which I only giggle because like that just seems like such a construction term. To be like, oh yeah, we gotta pour this onyx out. Yeah, to make the, the foundation. foundation is is onyx. And then, like every once in a while, you have to have a con- like a contractor angel come out to make sure the foundation's looking all right, and maybe fill. They in come the with cracks. one of those little like zambonis to shine it up real yeah. good. You know, get it all gleamy, shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to like shut up, shut down pieces like parts of heaven. Certain neighborhoods of heaven mm-hmm. get shut down at a time. Mm-hmm. They're like, can't come in. Mm-hmm. We're fixing the foundation. Caution, wet floor. Can you imagine an angel slipping on the wet onyx and suing heaven, suing the city of heaven? 
Studio this is very versus. fitting conversation for our ad we have today. I know. That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. Uh, let's see. More, more history here. More history. Uh, like a lot of things found in Egyptian graves, Onyx has been found in Egyptian graves. Uh, wow. I mean, it's. I don't care. Any- <laughs> I'm gonna take that out. <laughs> awesome delivery. No, that was great. Loved it. <laughs> what I meant to say. Uh, I'm not surprised anymore. <laughs> sure. Um, but that has. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of years BCE that that was happening. After the Egyptians come uh, the, our friends, the Romans. Yeah, and the they, Romans. They also loved a little bit of everything. I feel like they just kind they of. They truly. They just took everything, (laughs) ramrodded everywhere, just completely took over everybody's shit, their fucking religion, and then we're like, but we love your ideas, and we're going to monetize them and use them. (laughs) Whoa. And the thing is, is they just seem so um, forward with it. You know, they're just like, we are the Romans, and we're going to carry around this carved uh, onyx because it protects us in battle. Like, they came up with that idea or something. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) So, along with protecting them in battle, it would give them courage, which is very uh, apropos for a stone that is, uh, you know, like your smoky quartz and your obsidian. Any of the dark stones are going to be good at sucking sucking away fear and doubt and um, all all of the stuff, leaving all all the good shit behind. Okay, so in addition to carrying it into battles, they would also carve just just household shit, just furniture. They would just have onyx Cute. shit around the house, bowls and jewelry, of course. Uh, Romans, in addition to sucking, I feel like had a pretty garish sense of style. However, if I could have everything in my house be carved of onyx, that would be lit. Yeah, no, the way that they, there's a fucking, what's it, God, what's it called? There's a show on Netflix, I think just called Roman Empire. I've talked about it before. Anyway, (laughs) they do reenactments all the time with these fancy, uh, like, the the emperor villas, you know? Oh, my God. And their decor, if they even nailed it at all, is pretty good. I, um, look, I like a, I like a good smattering of tacky decor. Yes, I mean, big gaudy fucking columns. Oh, I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything was just so dick centered in the Roman culture. Oh, big time. Everything yeah. was just about yeah. look how big my dick is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Later on, when medieval times rolled around, they touted the good parts of the stone. So it was good for uh, mothers to nurse their children with apparently they would put the stone like right between their breasts and it would help nurse the child they also used it for the uses that had already been used for like protection courage negativity absorption all of that shit but i don't know why they did this they started to work in negatives to the stone so in addition to causing babies to drool which who came up with that Mm. it would also um it would also make, it was said to make someone frivolous and it would bring oh, on okay. laughing fits, which sounds okay. like a good thing to me. Yeah. I, to, yeah. I guess it um, depends on what society you're living in at the time and yeah. whether or not a woman can laugh with, you know. Oh, gosh. Exuberance. With abandon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and, and it also said to, I feel like this goes kind of hand in hand with what you just said. It would make women frigid. So. Mm. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I so wanted... wait, do you have to be not frigid and also not happy enough? Yes. Where is the be, middle ground? Okay. You have to be a whore, but also a Madonna. Like it, you know, it, there's Got no it. in between. You have to be easy. Both. Um, and feed them babies. This next part has some German and French coming up. So prepare your ears for this. Whole chunks of onyx were used in several places that you can still visit, like manors and and, uh, big castles and shit like that. And I'm talking huge, not like there's a piece of onyx on the wall. I'm talking whole rooms carved out of the shit and and just made of this. And it is so cool. Like the, oh God, here we go. (sighs) Villa Turn the Hat. I think that's exactly how you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, in in Paris, there's the Hotel de la Pava. Oh, and the that, La Pava. Hmm, sure. <laughs> that was... <laughs> let's go with yours. Uh, and that used <laughs> yellow onyx, and I googled it. And it, it it's stunning, and I can't get it out of my head. I can't oh. get it out of my head. It seeped its way into to like a point where like a part of my soul went... Oh, I got to visit this place. Just look, just to stand in the middle of it. Interesting. Huh. A few things do that to me. And especially a few things that are yellow. <laughs> like, I don't know I don't know dumb, but. what shade of yellow, but I'm picturing a room that's like this lovely creamy shade. It is a like creamy. Banana pudding yellow. Yeah, it's a creamy. It's creamy. Mm. It's lit. <laughs> uh, as far as the mundane uses of onyx, it goes hand in hand with the metaphysical. So anytime you want to absorb something bad, it will help to kind of remove pain from the body. Um, It it has been used in the past and still sometimes is used for disorders of the blood. Um, Mm. If you are having any kind of pain with the ears, it will help to heal the inner ears. So frequent ear infections or like sinus headache you know some of like the sinuses will get up in your ear cavities and fuck your shit uh you can wear some like earrings with onyx on them is that Uh, just like the the folk medicine property of it yeah 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 okay um you know and again to disclaimer i'm not sure i would ever just solely treat something with crystals that's not me um however (laughs) probably wise this is the information that i am giving to you uh always talk to your doctor and hey just use it as an uh, an additive because the chest see the thing is dude the power of the mind is so strong you know what i mean yeah so like even if the my, my whole deal with crystals is like even if the stone itself doesn't do anything like physically to your body because i do believe in the energetic vibrational blah 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 but even if it doesn't do something physically to your body if you think it does dude i think that then has the power to do it so in that case doesn't it kind of work you know question yeah it's it's like the jar of dirt thing in pirates of the caribbean (laughs) yeah you know it works then it works yeah yeah and so it's like I, i i agree with that yeah um (laughs) and also if you're having tummy issues it's especially good for issues uh, of of the tummy metaphysically the dark stone we've been there it grounds you to the ground it puts your feet in the middle of the ground and says here stay there it drags you screaming to the center (laughs) of the earth 
<laughs> it pulls you directly into Satan's mouth. <laughs> um, dude, I'm just thinking of the fucking Call Me By Your Name video. <laughs> Have you seen that with Lil Nas? No, I still Dude. haven't. I remember you first told me about that when we filmed Rocco and Laser, and I'm yeah. still that behind, or I have not. <laughs> well, I'm still so behind that sometimes I'll just think of the concept of somebody going to hell on a stripper pole, and it, and, it, and it cracks me up so good. What a wild ride that would be. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> anyway, the stone, Onyx, metaphysically, it, it will uh, banish negativity from the life completely you'll have no wow. problems if you so have it's all you need <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and, and it works best when you kind of focus it to a purpose so say you are right. nervous about uh giving a speech so maybe hold it near the throat chakra or maybe near you know your confidence center what is that your solar plexus is that the confidence one um, yeah for uh, yeah i think like outward express well and, and your throat and depending on yeah. what you're doing you like if you're doing something creative like like yeah. uh, maybe do some sacral like pop it on yeah. the sacral Ooh, i love the sacral i don't know why i feel very drawn to the sacral i didn't in the beginning but i do more so as of late i've been working on it i like it i need to uh probably go back and listen to the sacral episode because um I don't know. For some reason, it just keeps popping in my head. It's like, oh, sacral shit. Do some sacral shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look into it. It's gonna, it's gonna mean something terrible. I'm sure. <laughs> um, anyway, so say you have to give that presentation and you're nervous. Uh, so doing some work with Onyx around those centers, or even just meditating on giving a good speech, it's gonna take the fear away. It's gonna take the any kind of um, uh, what's the word? Not camera shyness, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you're you don't like to speak in front of people? Stage fright. Stage fright, thank you very much. Leaving behind the charisma that you're looking for and leaving behind the assuredness that you would want when giving a speech. So it's not necessarily granting you these things. However, it is removing all the clutter and all of the miasma around what you already have. Um, Leaving you free to go in and do some work with something else to enhance that if you would like. But it's always a good idea to... um, cleanse an area before trying to beef it up, right? Like you, you want to mm. c- physically cleanse your magical tools before you cleanse them metaphysically. Um, because it's just going to work. It's going to work better. Uh, and that goes for anything. So if we're, we're talking about love, matters of love, if you want to be more attractive to somebody, it can help absorb, um, it can help absorb just that like, bullshit that you think about yourself that makes you like feel self-conscious and therefore Mm -hmm. seem less confident and then maybe somebody's like oh she doesn't talk a lot so she's a she's a stuck-up bitch first of all don't why are you chasing them they sound like an asshole yeah karen get away from very true um (laughs) i don't know why i said karen (laughs) but it uh it'll leave behind anything that you are looking to um boost within yourself is what i'm trying to say Mm mm-hmm It is also a wonderful stone to lean on in times of weakness. This can be in regards to you're just feeling emotionally weak or perhaps it's matters of addiction uh, or it's just other other times in your life when you feel like you're not going to be able to make it through. It'll help suck that negativity out of your butt. Um, You can put some near... (laughs) 
You can put some near your bed to help with nightmare issues. It's good to add to like maybe a kid's nightmare bag or underneath their pillow. Nightmare um, bag. Nightmare bag. <laughs> That's a song. That's a fucking rock snake song. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, title track. Nightmare, nightmare bag. bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> where when you want to increase your discipline? This goes hand in hand with the uh, banishing like weakness or kind of getting rid of any weaknesses that you feel like you may have. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, oh, oh. If you have trouble meditating, as everyone does sometimes, not only will this help to ground you, but it'll kind of bat away those thoughts that enter your mind when you're trying to not have any thoughts at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll also help keep away that thought. To, to me, it's it's thoughts that pop up when I'm trying to meditate, like, oh, hey, you know what would be cool? Like, uh, if I could, like, pet a dog right now. You know, or just, like, random thoughts come into my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of things I would rather be doing than meditating. Mm-hmm. However, I, I also have an issue with the thought of, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. You're not doing mm-hmm. this right. And that happens so many times that I then can't do it right because I've yeah. set that up for myself. You, you know, get yourself the, to... the yips. Y- yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What was that thing that fish get? The, the, the like white spot? The ick. Ick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, um, (laughs) uh, let's see. And if you're looking to do shadow work, this is an excellent stone to carry on your person as it will help, um, it'll help you face past traumas or anything that you need to face about yourself, things that are hard to think about because it will, um, it's just there to be your shoulder to cry on, basically. You know, it's easier to... How be your crying shoulder? How, How be... A, love, a lover superstar? What does he you say? You know, I can't... I almost fucked it up then my whole life. I don't want to say shoulder. I want to say soldier. And I can never get it right. <laughs> and I have to really put soldier. every last brain cell to say shoulder just then. It's okay. I think it's that, and I also think it's my eyes become badgers. That is what Seal says. It's my what he eyes says. Eyes become badgers. Um, the words. He does it in that country twang too. Yes, Lastly, let let me wrap up here because I because God damn it, what a mess, what mm. a shit ass mess. Onyx, good for detachment, cutting cords. Getting rid of that which does not serve you. There you go. <laughs> Onyx. Go get some. Onyx. Wear it. <laughs> okay. Um, What was I going to say to you? Oh, just just speaking of songs, and, and now that I've gone down the rabbit hole of singing songs in my head, earlier today, I don't know what put it there, but I just, I finally confronted the absurdity of the uh, Road Rash 64 soundtrack oh. containing a pre-famous Sugar Ray when they were a metal band. Wow. I, I, I find it finally sunk in because all of these years of knowing that I've just been like, okay, sure. That's, you know, how it, how it is. But it hit me today after yeah. 32 that years. That was legit music. Yeah. Not 
parody music. Yeah. That was real. It was real. Music. Taken and put on to a, a video game. And then they became mega famous for mm-hmm. sounding like a bunch of fuck boys. So I, I can't, and I just. Such wisdom of sometimes you drive slow. Sometimes. sometimes you drive quick. Mean machine. Mean machine. My daddy said, son, don't drive when you're drinking. Darn it! Darn it! <laughs> okay, I, I just, and, and, and that, darn it. Who wrote that line? Okay, we gotta move. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. He did the, it. The entity known as Sugar Ray. Macy, read any good books lately? Dude, Charlie, I read a book, and listen to this. I read a book that a bean wrote. We have authors in the bean can? We have authors in the bean can, and uh, this particular author, Samantha L. Strong, is sponsoring today's episode, everybody. Oh, and I knew that because I also read the book. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is our first, like, novel, which is really, or, like, book, you know, like yes. a fiction book, like, advertise. It's just super, super cool to me. I can't imagine writing not just a book, but many books. I, I It's incredible to me. It's a trilogy that we're bringing to you guys today, and... Mm-hmm. It's a fantasiful tale of love and war and angels and demons. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a good time. Like I uh, this the the first book in question. Uh, so it, it's called Guarding Angel. The second one is Reaping Angel. The last one is Warring Angel. Uh, but it, there's some there's just a lot to talk about with these books. There's some really interesting concepts in here, which I think were my favorite takeaways from like how everything's set up with like heaven and hell and past lives and past lives and people and ghosts and shit. It's cool. That is my, and I said it earlier, I can't get some of these aspects out of my head. Yeah. And one of, one of my favorite parts and no spoilers here, <laughs> I, I hope, but one of my favorite bits is the, um, God, what's the word for it? Bureaucracy. That yes, they, absolutely. That she, yeah. Demonstrates. Fucking paper in, in pushers. Heaven. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, and I love the um, color coding. Deno- of I wings, do. Of the wings denoting, of the rank. Yeah. Uh, of different angels and like cherubs are like this way and these angels have crimson yeah. wings and, and it just paints this really beautiful picture. And um, also, even though we're talking about angels and, and things that are not human, the whole thing does have a very human feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they it, have- it, it, they were, cl- you know, like they, they look like people. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it reminded me a bit like it's less bureaucratic and prettier and, you know, a bit more fantastical than like the good omens oh, heaven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the hell was not too far off. But like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like it, that's kind of what it reminds me of. But the, the concept of how uh, essentially and like this is this is just a quick rundown mm-hmm. of how things work in this book. So the guarding angels, they're like uh, they're like a lower one of the lower ranked angels. They have the white wings uh, and basically they are set up with a human charge uh, that they are bonded with from the person's death uh, or birth to death. And even beforehand, like they'll sit down with this person's eternal soul because they're fucking that's you're reincarnated a whole shit pile of times, which I really, really liked. And I thought that was really yes. cool. Yeah, yeah, that is and, cool. 
So this person's soul, when it's in, you know, quote, heaven, they sit down with their future guardian angels, which they won't know, you know, when they're reborn. They're like, okay, well, in this life, I want to go through XYZ struggles. So my soul mm -hmm. gets grown in XYZ ways. And they map it all out. Person gets born. And then the guardian angel is there with them every second, pretty much of the day, which means that you as the reader, like, there, there's some trauma you know, and yes. these angels, a lot of times just have to watch it. And like, there, there's some scenes in this book that uh, trauma is very covered in this book um, mm -hmm. and, and in different ways. And basically just how the angels have to try to figure out how best to handle their humans plans of this yeah. trauma that they put into their life. It's very interesting. It, it is interesting that there's this concept of, of I really like the concept of choosing these things that I, I my entire life, and this is going a little bit outside of the book <laughs> and to, to my personal beliefs here, but like, I've always been like, hey, dude, I find it really hard to believe in something because why and how could horrible things happen? You know, and, and yeah. what's, the, what's the point for that? And this kind of puts it into that idea. Well, it's it's more than this life. It's your eternal soul yeah. as you say you yeah. know that it you, you learn from it you have to go through not only failures but things that are hard and um you know you can choose your level of struggle there, there's a character that yeah basically um they're one of the human characters basically ha has gone through very little um struggle in his life and you can tell yeah and you can really tell and and you get to witness his first test i guess that yeah. he goes through and uh um, yeah you get to witness someone who and i know we've talked about this before like just a shit ass shitty person how do they come to terms with who they were you know and you mm -hmm. get to watch him kind of do that because he was in anyway and, and then you get to see a character maybe try to take on a little too to much. definitely take on too much and that's where a yeah. lot of the trauma is examined because essentially a character before she's born on earth is like i want all of it yeah. throw everything at me you can imagine yeah. i want to lose i want i want everything to be as because you know she wanted her soul to be able to prove itself like yeah that. and so therefore the you being looking through the angel's eyes have to live through yeah what you know live through it and, and so it's it's interesting and the thing is 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 you can't as the angel as the guardian angel you can't interfere all you can do is nudge and encourage and yeah i love this this some of the some of the guardian angels are better at it than others you know yeah, yeah so they get it you know it's sort of like you know you're crossing your fingers going into life like gee i hope i get someone who can help me uh deal with trauma easier but you might not yeah you know yeah some um, are mean some are kind of shitty yeah 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 and i like that like there's little angels you'll meet that turn out to be little snots and and i like what that i love because... dude the fucking reapers oh the reapers are so cool <laughs> reapers are hard as hell man i but, but love that, the reapers in that true neutral way like they say facts yes yeah. and they yeah. say like look this has got to happen and they deal with some of the harder parts of life and they're typically um what was it they they guard the worst of the worst people you know? yeah if you if you are like basically like a, a jeffrey dahmer you yeah. have a reaper you know like it, yeah. like the worst people you know hitler had a yeah. reaper you yeah, know yeah, yeah. kind of like that and and i guess that's another aspect of it is to examine why would you choose to be why would you say okay i'm gonna go into this life and do horrible horrible things get me a reaper you know and and i yeah. guess it's just you're curious you yeah you have to look god it, it just makes i don't know think. the next the book, book makes is called think. reaping angel i know I'm so we'll have to we'll have to read it to, to, to find out um anyway so 
beyond us uh, giving you the entire story of the book. <laughs> uh, um, and one last thing I do want to say is I love, I love the fact in this book that there is no clear cut religion. You know, no. there is no right The or religions wrong. feed into. Yes. The source. It doesn't matter what yeah. kind of belief you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, there's characters that have religions from all over the place. And even in heaven yeah. itself, they have like inscribed different symbols from yeah, different all religions. in the floor. And, yeah. and I love that so much because, um, you know, sometimes reading books that deal with things like angels and heaven and hell, it can kind of make me feel a, a excluded. little bit, a little excluded, you know, because yeah, I don't know. So this was really, really cool to see. And the fact that I've been wrote it, dude, just fucking blows my mind. <laughs> It, it does. And, and so again, so this first one, Guarding Angel. Uh, so the, the, tri- the trilogy is the Fallen Redemption uh, mm. trilogy. Uh, again, this is written by Samantha L. Strong. One of the things I really liked about it, and she kind of, she details it in the afterward, uh, after the book, is that, you know, she, she wrote this book uh, kind of for some changes in her life and you know, beliefs were a little bit different and things like that, you know, and the the book series has evolved with her own spiritual belief. Cool. And I think that's really neat, you know, and, you know, she in like the back of the book, because of how much she's grown and what she was like, she was almost like, do I need to change these first books or do I need to like go back and read? And she didn't. She left them alone because apparently readers have reached out and be like, no, there is some serious, like interesting sounding like I found truth of my own in these books, you know, as mm-hmm. they are. And I just think that's neat to see a creation grow with a person like that, you know, and go with them in their lives. Absolutely. Especially when you yourself can kind of join them along for that ride, you know, to go back and change things would, would be, it would have, it, it would be different. It would just be written by the same person you are in this moment and with no growth. Oh, it's like. The, the book of life, in this book, everyone has a book that details their oh, life yeah. that they're living. And on the front, what does it say? It says like, there is no growth without um, pain, strive, pain. I think. Is or, that what yeah, it was? It's like, I don't have no it in front growth. of me. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I'm over here flipping through the pages like I could ever actually <laughs> find that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's something like that. And so I just, I really, I liked that. And I, I relate to that uh, a lot. You know, the, the desire to, you know, just to 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 accept uh, creations from kind of all parts of your life and let yeah. it fit in with later ones as, you know, one full package of, of growth. And I think that's great. About the book. I'm just going to read the, a little bit of about the book. OK. And I'm going to do it in my book reader voice. Great. She's an exasperated guardian angel. He's a stubborn human. Can she protect him from a demon's wrath? Or will she lose her wings forever? I um I like <laughs> that's my voice. Uh, I like this last sentence. Uh, I thought it was particularly sassy, and this is on the back of the the back of the book. Um, and the last sentence is: Will heaven and earth continue to exist, or will everything go to hell? And I was no. like, "That's cute. That's like a little double, <laughs> like double meaning." There. It's, it's got the two meanings. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's clever. <laughs> <laughs> so right now all three of the books are available uh via ebook and paperback they're pretty too they have, like, i was gonna really say pretty... can i see the front is that her yeah they're uh yeah this is Ineal. uh but it's like silky and satiny it's like a nice print too like it's it's a nice paperback i love a, i love a silky paperback 
mm-hmm. when they do that thing to it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the satin finish. Yeah. When you when they make it out of out of the out of the silky trees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So you can find the ebooks on all major retailers, uh, Amazon, Kobo, Barnes and Nobles, Apple Books, Google Play, and Smashwords, which I oh. Smashwords. And the paperback is available on Amazon. There will be a link in the description for this. The Guarding Angel ebook is uh, just 99 cents if you want to try it out before committing to the full trilogy. Or you hey. can get 50% off the full price of the ebook trilogy by buying the Fallen Redemption trilogy boxed set. And uh-huh. that's also available everywhere that's listed. Uh, it's a good kind of dark, you know, kind of adult dark romance. Uh, oh, with yeah. some cool world building, some some cool, really neat mind, like thought provoking concepts. And I, I just enjoyed that. I have enjoyed visualizing heaven. Yeah. from this book yes more i have too it, it, it has been a more vivid experience for me than a than a lot of books that i've read recently mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because there are parts that are super colorful and there are parts yeah. that are super dull and yeah. they all have reasons for it you know and yeah and the way that she writes you i love it when you get i don't know how to phrase it but i love it when you get the background noise you know, two characters are sitting and talking, and it's like, they're sitting on a bench talking. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when she writes it, it's like, they're sitting on this bench, and it's made of this, and they're surrounded by this, and they'll be talking. Good, yeah. And then it's like, and then a cherub flies by, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, you know? I loved it. At one point, they're, like, sitting out in a park, and one of the, the muses, the, the purple-winged, like, creative angel, just, like... Because time moves a little different, too. And I think they're maybe between charges. Of this. It just does a full, like, marble sculpture. And they just yeah. watch this muse angel just, like, and they're just sitting in the garden just watching this. It's like, man, that is so cool. What was your favorite type of angel? Because you say muses, and that is my favorite type. Uh, because, obviously, they're very dramatic and they're very um, yes. artful and creative. And they, they are just so freaking drama it's just all drama all leo energy muses theater kid energy yeah big time uh and i i like that uh i love i love the reapers i think they're creepy as hell and i like their brown dirty brown wings yeah yeah and like the faces yeah and like the oz effect kicks in when they show up she gets real quiet you know it's like that's pretty sweet Uh, that's pretty cool oh and i also like the concept of like fear what fear is it's, yeah, you know, the feelings, feeling. the creatures yeah. that are just like, yeah. When you feel the like pit of your stomach fear and you don't yeah. know why you're feeling it, but it's because you're actually being like devoured by little yeah. things. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I love uh, the, I can see this, but they can't kind of aspect. That, of yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a scene with the very first charge that you'll understand what we mean if you read this book. Oh, like God. it was in tense it like, really was <laughs> it's when you first like meet a reaper and like it was just like oh shit yeah. like shit and gets since, really real since you're reading it from the angel's perspective the angel can kind of like stick her head through doorways and walls and stuff and see what's on the other side so our mm. angel knows what's about to happen but our human does not no and you're just like oh dude fucking turn around turn around turn <laughs> yeah around. <laughs> just, like, do anything else like <laughs> but kind of deserved it so one more time this is guarding angel first book fallen redemption series uh second book is reaping angel last book is warring angel these are written by samantha l strong again a listener of the show 
which is nice. Support a listener of the show. We got a bean. Bean writing books. And that is something <gasps> to be respected. Bean books. Link in the description. There it is. All right. I can't wait to get to do. I've been so excited to do this topic because I have a section, maybe the biggest also known as name section we've ever had. That's and my they are part. tasty, man. They're tasty. Hit me. Okay. So verbascum thapsus. <laughs> <laughs> Mullion. Uh Commonly known as Great Mullion or Common Mullion, uh, a species of Mullion originally native to Europe, North Africa, and Asia. However, it's pretty much fucking everywhere now. Um, so Mullion will grow in any soil as long, I mean, pretty much like a roadside, the ditches. Uh, it's fine with it. Uh, even like burned out areas or like logged, like, you know, deforested wastelands and shit. If the ground is dry, it it's fine. Tough. It's fine. Tough. Yeah. Tough guy. And it goes one step further. This plant, one plant, and granted they bloom only every two years, but it doesn't fucking matter because each plant, one plant makes 175,000 seeds. I'm, so. Wait. Yeah. Whoa. I know. And so these seeds can remain dormant for like decades or even like forever, like a hundred years. These seeds can stay dormant. So you have this plant that will grow in any soil pretty much as long as it's dry enough. Uh, and it makes 175,000 seeds. Jeez. It's invasive as hell. This is an invasive plant. Big time invasive energy coming from this plant. <laughs> Big time Roman emperor energy. Big time. Yeah, it wants to spread to where you are. So hmm. uh, while it struggles a little bit to crowd out existing plants, it like the places, ecosystems like deserts or forests that have been mowed down by like a wildfire. And, you know, that's where this is where Mullion becomes a problem, hmm. because if it doesn't have existed plants to, you know, kind of bar entry into the ecosystem or at least keep it under control, it will take over. And so in the instance of like a forest fire wasteland, if Mullion gets put there, it'll start fucking up the natural order of a healing ecosystem after a fire because it loves ashy dead soil you know like it will just take off and so then the normal plants that need to come back are already starting to get choked out by a plant now naturalized in a burned out patch of forest choked out and the problem is is that once it like gets somewhere you're not getting rid of it it's you're not gonna you're not gonna get rid of it and to make it even better it love it like hosts a bunch of bugs and so like but some of them are good you know like it's it, like scientists look at Mullion as potentially maybe there could be a way to utilize it as it hosts both beneficial and pest insects hmm. but it also uh, as i saw it's a potential reservoir and i don't know what this means but like it might be a carrier or a, they can care hang on to i don't know plant uh problems such as uh, powdery mildew and texas root rot Texas. So, Texas, right? You know how we like to slap our name on everything and make it ours. <laughs> yeah, man. So, Mullion made its way in the 18th century to the U.S. And uh, I, I, I saw in the early, early days it was given as a fish poison. Um, I don't think that is still done to this day, but sure. that's why it's here. And uh, it has a lot of medicinal properties and so one thing is is it does take over however it is incredibly useful so i mean there's at least that 
You know, like, it's not like the goddamn, like, snakehead fish, you know, that's just coming through and fucking up everything. Like, it does come through, but you can at least use it, which I guess you can eat a snakehead, but fuck snakeheads. And so, dude, have you ever seen a snakehead? They are so freaky. I've never Um, seen a a snakehead fish. Yes. Google it. Dude, and they're, like, aggressive. They'll get your ass, man. And they have, like, big-ass teeth, and they're starting to come into Texas now. It's a whole thing. Get out of Texas. Yep, I can't type, so I can't Google it, but I will Google it. It's a fish with teeth, and it looks like an eel, and it's coming for us. <laughs> it's coming to our lakes and rivers. My soul left. My soul did the SpongeBob. I, I'm going to head out. Yeah. And so uh, in eight, by 1818, so as long ago as like by 1818, I think it was introduced in like, seven, like later into the 1700s, it was in the U.S. so much that people already thought it was a native plant. Oh. They just already thought it had always been here, like that fast. And so by 1839, it was already in Michigan all the way to California. And now it's in all 50 states, including fucking Hawaii. Okay. I don't know. Um, So I got names for you. Yay, I'm so And I have so many names. So get get ready. I have like 30 names. Okay, 30 goddamn names. And we start off easy, and a couple of them we've already said, you know, common mullion. Great mullion, sure. white mullion, sure. woolly mullion. <laughs> okay. Torches. <laughs> it's positive. <laughs> torches? Tor- just, torches. Just torches? Okay. Yeah, I'll, it'll make sense. Hecate's torch. Oh, lit. Our Lady's flannel. Uh. V- velvet dock, blanket herb, velvet plant, woolen rag, rag paper. <laughs> <laughs> Rag paper. Candle wick plant. Wild ice. <laughs> Clowns. <laughs> Stop. I just picture Bud Light ice. I was gonna like say, fucking like wild, malt ca- malt liquor cans wild everywhere. Ice. Wildly growing. It, it's another rock snake song. Oh my god. Wild I love how we're two words on everything. Yeah. Everything's only two words. Saying I like something. that. Yeah, that's our that's our shtick. Mm. Um uh, wild ice. Okay, clowns. Lungwort. Nope. Bullock's lungwort. Nope. <laughs> Aaron's rod. Who's Aaron? <laughs> Jupiter's staff. Jacob's staff. Um, Peter's staff. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shepherd's staff. Shepherd's clubs. Beggar's stock. Golden Rod, hmm. Adam's Flannel, <laughs> Beggar's Blanket, Clot, Cuddy's Lungs. I love how everyone, every once in a while, just a real simple one sneaks in. Yeah, this is Clot. Uh, duffel, Feltwort, Fluffweed, Hair's Beard, Old Man's Flannel. So it's Our Lady's Flannel. Adam's flannel and old man's flannel. Hag's taper, hedge taper, candelaria, miner's candle, Quaker rouge, and graveyard dirt. And last but not least, I found that our Western United States residents lovingly and commonly refer to mullion as cowboy toilet paper. Oh, okay. That makes it. Hmm. It does make sense. It's kind of lamb's eerie. Yeah. Like, it kind of has. But it's funny, though, too, because I think the little hairs, like the little fuzzies, can, like, break off and cause irritation. I was going to so... say. Don't 
Don't get in there. Don't, don't wipe your ass with unknown yeah. leaves. Yeah, like as a practice, you know. General advice. Um, yeah. So it is kind of that lamb's ear type uh, fuzzy uh, flannelly mm. type uh, feel to it. And it only blooms every two years. So the first year, this like leafy base, uh, it's called like a rosette forms. And it it, it kind of gets all set up. Some of these leaves can be like a foot long. So it's like a big size little base, you know. And then in year two, this big ass flower stalk shoots out of it. And it can be like seven feet tall. It's really tall. And it's topped with uh, like this, like the, the flower spike it's called. It's still quite tall. Um, and it's got these yellow little five-petaled flowers that grow all the way up it. Kind of like a, um, oh, fuck. You know, kind of like, you know, like, uh, this isn't a good example, but it's the only flower I can think of that kind of does this. But you know, like gladiolas and shit. Oh, okay, how they, yeah. But it's like much more concentrated and drier kind of looking. But it has flowers, like little flowers that grow all the way up the stalk. Okay, okay. Kind of, yeah. like the top of the stalk, not the whole seven-foot thing. But, um, and so they start blooming like late July or August. Uh, and I guess that is in the U.S. I'm not sure. Just somewhere they bloom from late July to August. Probably. Yeah. So uh, while there's not a whole lot of modern study on mullion benefits, like it's kind of looking like it might can help with the flu and shit like that. There's not many of those studies. Oh. It is so deep in there when it comes to herb, like folk medicine practices. Like it is in there and it has been in there for a really, really long time. Uh, and now and it's all over the world you know and it's spread it started spreading to everywhere forever ago so you have cultures all over the world that have used mullion for their own things uh, and oftentimes which is neat they correlate with each yeah. other which is always, always cool. cool so around 2000 years ago uh greek physician pharmaco pharmacologist and botanist dio scorides oh okay dio uh Dio has rocked. And so he decided or discovered whatever, this plant can aid in breathing issues. So that was 2000 years ago oh. that they were catching on to this breathing aid ability. So, and Bartram's Encyclopedia <laughs> of Herbal Medicine. This breathing thing. Is, what? I thought you were going to say you this know, breathing thing's really catching on. <laughs> it's just everybody's really Everybody. loving this breathing. So popular. Makes you feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so the uh, Bartram's Encyclopedia of Herbal Medicine uh, describes this very traditional Irish preparation of mullion for tuberculosis. And you could basically, you would add a handful of the green leaves in two pints of fresh milk. And then you strain it and you sweeten it with honey and then you drink it once or twice a day. And hopefully it just cures that tuberculosis right up. Well, sure. So it. Steep it in milk, sweeten with honey. That doesn't sound half bad, man. I'd drink it. I'd yeah. drink it right now without yeah, the tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah. Preferably, actually, in <laughs> fact. <laughs> I mean, let's just drink it to be sure on the safe side, you know? Yeah, you know. Uh, that was from wartsandcunning.com. Love that name. Uh, Friend of the show. So friend of the show it's it seems uh so there actually is something to molly in helping the lungs uh there's a lot of folk medicine evidence of this of it and being used for a very long time uh so a tea can be made of the leaves and this can help uh reduce inflammation in the lungs and kind of relax respiratory muscles soothing everybody it has mucilage oh. in it oh 
And nothing makes mucilage happier than soothing. Yeah. It, your innards. Mucilage loves to soothe you. It does. It wants to just get inside you. Coat you. And just lube you right up. Mm. And it just soothing your irritated membranes and, you know, things like that. That's really, it can, it can help with that. The flower has uh, anti-inflammatory properties, antibacterial properties, analgesic, analgesic. Mm, mm-hmm. Like pain? I know the, I think so. Yeah. I don't really know for sure. I, I've seen the word before, but I don't remember or know what it means. And so it's been used in folk medicine, you know, is it, for all kinds of things like lungs, of course, but also ear infections, oh. earaches. Uh, you can make like an oil out of it and you can like drop it in drop it in the ears and maybe like a warm slightly warmed oil you know like sounds good to me because i could use that right now because each one of either one of my ears has been trying to get infected for two weeks now and i'm having to chase them off with (laughs) sudafed um (laughs) um math um yeah i i've been trying to get an ear infection for a while now too just the fucking allergies and i bought some oil from you know the uh essential oil company what is it now which I don't know anything yeah. about, but you can get it at the grocery store. And they make an ear oil. It's got like tea tree oil and garlic and shit in it. And I've been putting that in my ears. Some like kind of some antiseptics I in there. I yeah. feel it fighting it off. It sounds delicious. Somebody uh, going to tell us that that's like the worst thing it's possible. It's going to rot your eardrum <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. So uh, it can also help in matters of swelling or irritation. Uh, primarily, it is a very common and effective remedy as a poultice for hemorrhoids, mm. apparently, mm. Um, which... Dude, how hard of a a word is hemorrhoid to spell? Have you ever... It is so overly complicated. There's no reason in a million years for that word to be spelled like that. I do not believe, if said phonetically, you would get anywhere close to hemorrhoid. Hem or hoids. Yeah. Or hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. It's ridiculous. Hemorrhoid. I, I like, wrote it out today, and it finally sunk into me. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, So it can also, uh, it's good for relaxing cramps, uh, joint pains, like nerve kind of joint pains, things like that. Just soothe. It's very soothing. Uh, It can be drank as a tea. The leaves, leaves and flowers can be used, again, like, in a poultice. You can make oils out of it. You can, you know, you can really use the fuck out of it. Like, it's very effective, which is nice because it is invasive, yeah. you know. And it, so, But this is when you can go out and not feel super bad for wildcrafting mm. a, a good amount of, you know. Like, it's... So is it safe to it's say... It's going to be all right. Is it safe to say, disclaimer included here, um, that it, it's not a poison? Like, can you internally... No, generally recognized as safe. You nice. know, they have those, like, ratings. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it is... Uh, it's se- seemingly fine. It can also... I saw several... Uh, it can be smoked uh, or, like, added to, like, herbal smoke yeah. uh, blends. Like, I have some uh, that have mullein in, mm. in them. So, it, it's... it's it's Consumption and whatnot is, is fine. Granted, like, you don't want to, like, eat it from what I... Yeah. You know, but, like, you know, for medicinal purposes, it can go inside of your body. Oh. And it's important to note though that the fuzzy little the little fuzzies, the hairs, whatnot, like if you are going to drink it in the tea, you need to make sure that you get those out because they can be irritating oh. or even on your skin. Like they can just kind of be an irritant. So you just want to strain them out. Uh, so I saw this was really interesting to me. It's, you know, anytime you learn how like people used to do things, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of neat. But the, the flowers can yield a pretty bright yellow dye. Like, you can make a really bright natural mm. dye out of the flowers. And apparently ladies, like, way back in the day used to, like, 
over like uh make their blonde more intense oh. uh fair-haired people would use it on their hair to like try to get a more blonde because back in the day like being blonde even more you know it was like fair-haired and fair you know it's like oh. that's what you wanted yeah. you know uh like european you know like <laughs> yeah. the the blonde the fair be, fair complexion be as plain as possible like that and so that you make your hair more blonde like that was the <laughs> ticket you know it gets you a man um and you know when you're 13 yeah uh, so <laughs> i just see some like <laughs> of the time girl sitting at home with this fucking flower smeared in her hair and her fucking just eyebrows. all over her hair <laughs> yeah oh. this will make him love me he's just like hmm how can i get out of this society and get with the boy that i love <laughs> i'll i'll do it if she comes with an extra pair of oxen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what a time. Think of holes when he like, you know, he's like, which pig? Why is, is holes coming up in every episode? Charlie. But the pig. The what is happening? The, what timeline is this? We're holes. The fat. Is the all powerful. The, the fat pig. Uh, uh, we start every episode by bowing our heads and watching holes from now on praying to our lord and savior holes <laughs> shia labeouf oh my god awesome okay <laughs> uh-huh um so luckily this is also a very easy plant to identify it's very tall mm. when it's blooming. It's got a big ass stalk and it's got these big yellow flowers on it. Uh, you could you can study up on it. You can figure out what it looks like, and it's one you could go walking and you could see it and you could you can harvest. You can be like that's 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 mullion. You know, okay. it's it's pretty distinct. It's distinct, um, like the yellow spotted lizards from Holes. Absolutely. Okay. See, there you go. And uh, th- the beauty of it is. Is that you can, they don't have a very deep root system. So you can just kind of grab the stalk and just pull the whole fucking plant out of the oh. ground. Just pull it right out. Like when he, and then, when he pulls that turnip out of the ground in holes. Yeah. Uh, the, the onion. The onion. Thank you very much. Get Shit. it right. Don't, hey, this is, this is our new religious text. Okay. And I'm not going to have you misinterpreting it already. If we're going to teach the gospel of holes, we're going to do it right. I, I am sorry. I repent. Um, may my chores complete me as I complete them. <laughs> yeah, good. Now, see, now as uh, you got to do, you you got to do penance. Yeah. Right. I got to do 15. Um... Got to go carry Dova up the mountain. <laughs> you got to go carry Dova up the hillside 15 times. And do, do 23. I can fix that. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Um, Did we what die? a world. Um, Are we alive? Some sometimes I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, uh, if if one day I suddenly had a moment of lucidness and like I just saw myself in this room and the computer has been off this whole time and you weren't there and I was just I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, be like, oh no, okay, okay, no, yeah, I died. Yeah, Got yeah it. I died and makes sense. I made Macy up in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> So, and then, so you, you, you okay, so you, you pull the plant out, you got this, you're walking back to your car with this bundle of six foot tall weeds, yeah. okay? And so then you get home and you just hang them upside down and it'll dry like a charm. Just hang the whole plant oh. upside down. 
and uh, they'll dry, and you can you can tie like paper bags or something over the flower heads to catch the seeds because again they're invasive, and again oh. they make a hundred and seventy five fucking thousand of them. Um, you don't want that. All so over the floor. you know, yeah. Uh, so let's get to the metaphys. There's a fair amount uh, of metaphys. So it's ruled by, uh, so there's some, there's some, there's some conflicting opinions okay. here. So <laughs> according it. to Culpepper, ruled by Saturn, according to Agrippa or Agrippa, I don't really know who these Wait, people are. This was, was that Nicholas Culpepper? Uh, I think so. Well, then whatever he said is, is law. Okay. I think it's him. I, this is straight. This is, this is from Wikipedia. Nope. Um, and so, you know, depending, Agrippa or Agrippa says Mercury. That's where Mullion lives. But Culpepper says, no, 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 man. Shh, it's Saturn. And so that also goes with, you have some people who are like, it's fire element all the way, sure. like fire, boom. And you have others that are like, but it's also Earth and maybe water. <laughs> so you know how things go when it comes to this. Hold it up to your chest and ask it yeah. and see how you want to use yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Uh, so it's feminine in nature and is also associated with the god Jupiter and the sign of Capricorn. I know nothing about Capricorns. I know that I almost am one, I think. Oh. I'm like a borderline cap. It depends on what... Just like a couple days. It depends on like, you know how there's um, like multiple ways to read astrology. We're going to have to talk to the astrologer about that when we get our shit done. Um, mm-hmm. I'm either a Leo or a Cancer. You know how it supposedly changed like a couple years back or whatever oh yeah i don't like to think about it changing yeah yeah i know a lot of people ignored it yeah i never know what's right um but uh so do you mean in that way you're almost a capricorn or do you mean you're like on the cusp of I'm on, I'm on the, the, like, the cusp of oh, the dates. Gotcha. Like, it's like Capricorn season ends, I think, just like a couple of days before uh, Aquarius season. And I'm right at the beginning of Aquarius season. Uh, and I feel like it kind of makes sense as to why I'm such an earthy Aquarius. I feel like it, it, I, I can rationalize being almost a Capricorn. You're a Capquarius. Um, yeah. A, cap, a cap, Capquarius. Ooh, huh. Sounds exotic. Hmm. So, tarot cards. You got the devil, yes. the world, and two of pentacles. Okay. Those are the associated tarot cards. So, there's some debate. There's a fair amount of debate uh, on Mullion being included in the original, like, nine sacred herbs of Odin. Like, the mm. nine herb charms and things like that. I don't know. Like, I, I found, like, several websites that were like, yes, it's on it. But when I, like, tried to find the actual nine herb list, I don't see Mullion on there. So, you know, yeah. like, I, it could be just one of those things that it's just, like, over time, it's kind of become a common inclusion mm. in that. Um, but several places do include it in, like, the, the a nine herb charm uh, and, and whatnot. So it loves. It's all about keeping that evil away oh it wants to take your evil and keep it away it wants to keep your greasy and keep your evil free yeah it does it doesn't want them doesn't want any of it and uh so it can be it's so versatile like you can use you could just do so fucking much with it like the the mullion leaves you can add them to like protection or banishing sprays uh strewing blends um it can be burned on a disc. You can add it to smoke cleansing bundles. You can put it in a floor wash brew, like a floor wash tea, you know. Uh, you can roll a candle in it and do some candle spell action with it. Uh, protection or banishing powders or oils. 
you could do anything you want with it. It's not really harmful, you know? So like you could that if something's not harmful to be inhaled or to be put on your skin, really, that kind of opens up your different uses of it, you know, like magically you can use different um, like mediums, I guess, of how you want to, to, to put it in there. So dude, I'm so jazzed about this and I think it is so cool and I want one. So apparently you can, and this is why it was, you know, remember all the torch and candle names yes. and shit up at the, the, the way back when yeah. at the beginning of this. <laughs> um, four years ago. Exactly. So you could, you get the flower stalk, right? And you can cut that flower stalk off and you dry it. Mm. You hang it upside and you dry mm. it. And so then you have this like kind of lumpy looking tall flower stalk and it's kind of big and it's got the little flower uh, bumpies like all the way down mm. it, you know? So then you take that and you dip it in wax and you coat it all the way in wax so then it looks like you have this lumpy misshapen like little tumory taper yes and you light that bitch on fire (gasps) and it will burn like a candle that's so cool and that cool and now it makes sense hecate's torch dude yeah I get hag can or like hag taper hag candles like that's another nickname Hmm. for them apparently they do burn they burn kind of messy Okay. You know, or like they might burn kind of wild. That's okay. But I like a good wild. But like, because that's the thing, like you're doing a protection spell. Right. What better, like, add that in, man. Yeah. Make it, if you're doing a protection candle spell and your candle itself is mullion. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Nothing can touch you. You're good. Yeah, you're fine. Demons are going to come up to I you just... and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> can I shake your hand? <laughs> I don't like you, but God damn it, do I respect you. Exactly. <laughs> and so I just think that is so cool. I, I had to look them up because like I, I was having a very hard time like conceptualizing mm. how this worked. But I found someone Etsy and they're really cool. What? Um Yeah, yeah. And uh so you can add it to a like a jar spell, like a you know, warding mm. spell for your property. Uh I like to do those. I have a buried one uh that I did last but top of last year i think mm. i don't remember i know where it is i have it marked and oh. i've just kind of thought whenever i feel like it's not effective anymore i'll dig it up clean the jar and redo it <laughs> put it back in the ground but uh, you can add it to like a jar spell like that you don't have to bury it um and if you do bury it probably try to remember where it is uh. so uh but you know you could put you don't have to do that like i just like to do that because i'm earthy you know the, yeah. the act of burying something especially when it comes to property protection like in the woods mm. it's like it, I feel like it goes through all of the, like, mycelium. Oh. You know, it's like, it's, it's like every, everything knows, you know. Do you have, and I like does that. it grow out there at your place? I, so I don't know. There are a couple little pads, like little rosette looking things that look just like it that I have that grow around here. And I don't know if it's just because they get mowed down, because it takes two years to flower, oh, you know. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just because they get mowed regularly and then it never happens but like i was looking at the pictures of the little rosette pad or whatever the like leaf pad before it shoots up the big stock and i was just like i think think these grow here i think we might have these a little bit and uh it grows in texas so southern dude (laughs) yeah i think these grow here i reckon um (laughs) it always cracks me up when um you'll hear australians and also like i think uh certain parts of England, I think, but the, 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 they reckon things. Reckon, and, yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, look at us. We're not so different after all, you and I. Exactly. And I like that term because when you 
strip it down. Yeah. Kind of a kind of an intense use of yeah. you know. It's kind of dumb, like water. Reckon, reckon. you reckon, yeah. you know. And it's just like so watered down. Like oh, I reckon. It's like no, yeah. you don't reckon. Yeah, I was gonna say like, here, here, someone who's oh, I reckon this. It's kind of a hillbilly. Kind of throwaway slang, Texas slang, yeah. Southern slang. Yeah. But to reckon something? Jesus yeah, to reckon? Yeah, it's Christ. just like, whoa. Okay. Um, and it's always used for something real stupid. Like, I reckon oh. I could go to Taco Bell. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just super mundane. Um, I, uh, it, it loves to, it loves to keep away demons. Oh. It wants to, it wants to, to take your demons and also and put them, them away. Oh, it just, just take them and and put them away. Okay. And uh, they they hate the stuff. They want no part of it. They won't. They want nothing to do with it. And uh, so it's it's because of that. And not in like you know the traditional demonic sense, but I do include it in in all of our paranormal spray blends mm. that we take places. Uh, because to me, demon is a catch-all word for malevolent entities. Yes. Anything like that. Yeah. Uh, is it a hell spawn? Probably not. Maybe. But could it be a nasty? Probably. Yeah. You know? So uh, I like to put it in there. I feel like it's very effective. It's one of my go-tos for, for big time, like, evil type, mm. you know, like getting rid of the evil. Mm. Um, I feel like it's it always feels very effective for that kind of like, And I don't use it very often. It's like one of those that I reserve oh. for, like, paranormal evil yeah. really like you know it's usually when it's for specialty, um specialty herb yeah mm. yeah or big time warding mm. you know like it's 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 for that um so apparently to so like back in the day way back in the day it would be hung in barns to protect the animals inside oh. uh, specifically from the horrors of thunder and lightning okay um <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, and as well as just any barn demons, you know, like every <laughs> everywhere there are wood demons, there are barn demons, there are demons that <laughs> want to not only take your baby, but your uh-huh. horse. Yeah. And um, put some mullion in your barn, your Damn stable. It. And uh, the, the demons can't take your horse and do whatever it is. God damn it. Braid I, his hair. I take, feel, fix yeah, its mane. On a, on a night ride. Get it all greasy. Mm-hmm. Get all waxy. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm. if I were to be made a demon, if I was birthed a demon, and they were like, hey, guess what? You're a barn demon. I would feel like I got the short end of the stick. See, I totally disagree. Really? I think it'd be great. Okay. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Think about it. So you're in a barn, and you, all you got to do, all you got to do, they're the most, e- as a demon, I feel like your job is to sow chaos yeah. and fear. You gotta frighten barn animals are the easiest thing to fucking frighten in the planet. All you gotta do is move one finger too fast, and all of the animals in there are bleeding and terrified. Like they're screaming, like bleating. By the way, not bleeding, but like you reckon? Yeah, I just feel like it'd be easy. And then you can just go sit in the corner, and they'll all calm down, and then just oh, go at them again real quick, and they'll all fucking freak out. You can go back to reading your your book. Yeah, yeah, you get to feed on that fear, and you fed. You had lunch. You're fine. Um, I think I would probably pick the wood demon because then you get some sweet ass bread. You just got to be careful. Yeah. You got to make sure that there's no fucking, what was, what was that? Uh, cardamom? Cumin. Oh, I don't remember. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh shit. Now we're going to get I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was cumin. I think you put cumin in the bread to fuse the wood demon to the bread. To the bread. 
Which, yes. I mean, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's, I would just rather them take the bread and get the fuck out of my house yeah, instead yeah. of having to deal with a howling wood demon. But to each their own. Hey. I guess that your house will get the reputation and then other demons won't want to fuck with you. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. They'll know that you know yeah. that they know yeah. that you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit. Can't fuck with her. You, yeah, bread's off the table. You gotta go to the neighbors, man. She put the fucking cumin in it. She's on to us. Did you see Billy's hands last week? Man, it looked like the skin was just stripped right off of him. Whoa. Anyway. So, interestingly, though. So, like, Mullion is really big on protection from lightning. Uh, it can, but here's the, here's the kicker. I saw this, that, um, it, it, it can backfire a little bit. So like, if you're going to use mullion, you know, you need to, if you're going to carry mullion inside of your house, it needs to be for a purpose, like not just for no reason. Oh. Otherwise mullion can want to bring lightning to your house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a bad house yeah. guest, dude. Yeah. So I only, I, I think I only saw that. Uh, once, um, but it was interesting lore, <laughs> and I wanted to include it. Yeah. And lastly, uh, there is uh, some suggest or recommend using powdered mullion in spells that call for graveyard dirt oh. if you don't have any. I don't know why. I could not find out why hmm. that is, but it is many, many places that uh, say that if you have a spell that needs that, you can use powdered mullion or ground up mullion in its place. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Take I like that. that. It also explains it. the the aka of graveyard dirt. That exactly. It, this was one that you know cuz I usually get the I I can't wait and I'm impatient. I go for the silly names first when oh, yeah. I start my notes on oh, the plant yeah. cuz it's all you can do, oh, yeah. you know. And I was like, "What are these names? I don't this is just really broad." <laughs> and then after doing the notes, I was like, "Okay. okay. I, I sure. fucking get it." And like one you know like the torch, apparently the Romans. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. figured out that you could, like, the, the same kind of thing. They would use it as torches. They would use the stalks. I don't know if they, they would dip them in wax like the candles or like the oil if they just dried them and they burn slow. But, I mean, it's like literally you can use it as even fucking a, a torch. Like, it's as useful as hell, as invasive as it is. One and I think that's really neat. I don't understand is why all the dick names? Adam's Rod. I mean. George's Rod. Because it's a giant seven foot tall Casper's very rod. upright virile rod oh. that shoots out of the ground. And it, it, it does And spews seed yeah. everywhere. Okay, never mind, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somebody just like some woman came across those and she was just like several different women like named it after her lover at the time. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah. oh, no, it's like, Peter's rod. Peter's <laughs> rod. You devil. <laughs> Ew. You're so bad. <laughs> oh, I hate that voice. I hate what you just did. Yuck. <laughs> uh, all right. It took two hours, but we did it. We got there in the end, and uh, I hope it turns into something. I think it will. I've actually quite enjoyed this episode. I'm feeling quite chuffed today. I'm all hyped up on Sudafed. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, we got to talk about the book, which we have not spoken about betwixt, the t- betwixt yeah. us girls yet. Uh, and again, check the description for, for that information, that link, because I would love, I love to read books and to discuss them with other people. So, um, yeah. do that. And in the meantime, 
I have bean footage for everyone. And I'm and I'm trying to get there quickly because, like you said, it's been two hours and I can tell by the way you're dancing, you must potty. So. I know. This comes to us from Brie Cool W-Y-O-1, which I, which I read as what you doing. I know that's not correct, but Brie oh, Cool, okay. what you doing? Love oh. this podcast. Just started listening and wow. feel like I've already found my peeps. I laugh aloud all the time and enjoy listening each week. Well, thank you. Thank you, Brie Cool, what you doing? And I guess we haven't called out for them for a while, but if y'all do have the time, leave us a review. They help more than you think. Oh. Um, we haven't asked y'all to do that in a while, but they do really, 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 really help, especially on like fucking iTunes, which is probably mm. the biggest place, you know, like yeah. that are, are, you know, our biggest listener place. Yeah. It really helps with ranking. Yeah. And that's what we need, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Did we mention we're full-time podcasters? <laughs> Let's let's get let's get the Wubba army on this. Yeah. <laughs> Give us undeserved five star reviews. Let's go. We wake up tomorrow and there's like five thousand just one star, one star <laughs> reviews. Oh no! We now, just our show gets killed. <laughs> what's What's funny is like everyone who does that is gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be funny. I'm gonna leave a funny one star review. But everyone yeah, and then does that, and it's yeah. just the end. death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> yeah, Wubba's dead. They'll write articles about the show that went from five star to one star overnight. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows why. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Well, listen, if you would like to advertise with the witch bitch and shoot us an email at wbhpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is at witch bitch amateur hour. We have a Twitter at bitch hour. And somebody did tweet us the other day and they were like, y'all should tweet more. uh facebook is at which we should do a lot of things more (laughs) hey man dude patreon patreon.com slash wbh podcast and our p.o box is p.o p.p.p.o p.o box 865 canton texas 75103 that's the one and here's the thing you guys we've got some cool shit next week three-year episode oh my goodness next week Three-year anniversary of Wabah. We're going to do another Q&A-er, which yes. I cannot wait for. Yeah. Um, kind of that silly sewed style of just like Q&A type questions. Which and, I guess uh, we so should we'll probably... say, you, you can uh, hit up the, the Facebook group and we'll pin a post. Yeah, where yeah we'll put a thread. Questions. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll do the electric dice. Oh, yeah. um, you know, if it, and of course, like if it was asked on the last one, we I don't know if we'll probably do it again, but, uh, you know. Give us some fresh questions. And um, you you make our content for us, please. Yeah. You do the work uh, and then we'll spew a response into yeah. microphones yeah. and it yeah. will be fine. Yeah. Three year anniversary, everybody. <laughs> um, also with that, uh, next week we are dropping the summer print. You've been asking for it. You've been begging for it. Mm-hmm. And finally, mm-hmm. it is here. The summer collectible print. Wait till you put your eye holes on it and i can't wait here's the thing charlie and me have only seen the concept yeah we've not even seen the the final draft yet and i'm kind of excited about that i've really like we've just kind of just really let lyra alone we've left her alone with this uh this is like completely her like i mean we've not bothered her we've not like asked about like oh how's it it's just like i it's going i just cannot wait to see what unbridled lyra yeah. creativity yeah. did i i love when we have like our preliminary meetings where we just 
vomit ideas at her and mm-hmm. she sits back mm-hmm. with her amazing brain brain hole that's not what it is and she just like crafts things and she just listens to the bullshit that falls out of our heads and then she makes mm-hmm. something I can't wait to see it. So that's dropping next week as well. Uh, so it'll be an exciting day. Yes. Good day of Waba fanfare and revelry. Waba energy coming at you next week. Goodbye. You sound so miserable. <laughs> yeah, Waba energy next week, not this week. It's listen, it's we're saving it for listen, next week. Listen, after this episode, I mean. No one's here, Macy. It's just you and me. Yeah, it's just crickets. Yeah. 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 We should uh <laughs> we should move all the important shit to the front before everybody leaves. We pro- well we tried that and then people told us they didn't like it. <laughs> Remember the like 3 weeks we put the bullshit after the credits and they were like no 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 put the bullshit right back in it. Oh, so yeah. here you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here all of you are with your bullshit packed episodes served for you. For this. We gave your fault mm-hmm. we can't help it again i mean we've done this since literally episode one it's not our fault it's y'all's fault no no no. i remember the first episode we spent a good 20 minutes telling everyone why it was their fault if they didn't like us of course as we do mm-hmm. okay Maisie, i i'm gonna go have <laughs>